to the Ohio Focus Sports Podcast brought to you by the league. Manoj, how are you? I'm good, Neil. How are you doing? Good. Well, I'd just like to once again remind all our listeners, this is the Ohio Focus Sports Podcast brought to you by the league, although, you know, it's debatable how many members of this league are actually interested in joining the podcast. We uh, are, you know, to broadcast live uh, from our respective locations every single Saturday. And, you know, we just request that all listeners, you know, give us a follow, you know, follow us on iTunes, um, follow us on Anchor and send us any questions or uh, topics you'd be interested in us discussing uh, our way. Um, Are there any special shout outs you'd like to give out, Manoj? I'd like to shout out to the league this week, Neil. You know, with the bachelor party coming up, I'm excited to see all you guys. Yeah, exactly. And that bachelor party will be exactly one week from today. So we will attempt to do a podcast live from downtown Cleveland uh, as part of that. And I think that'll be a special podcast because hopefully we can have more than two members. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, yeah, exactly. That's the who knows though, Neil. There's nervous members. There's skeptics. And there's yeah. doubters. Yeah, there are. There's a lot of there's a lot of issues going on with uh, some of our members, but alas, we will uh, give them one shot next week. You know, to uh, redeem themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, agree. I just have one special shout out. I would like to give a shout out real quick, and and this kind of segues into the first topic, which can be brief. Uh, but a shout out to Joe Thomas, 11 years, uh, over 10,000 consecutive snaps uh, as left tackle for the Cleveland Browns. And um, he was honestly my favorite player since the Browns came back, which is pretty much the only Cleveland Browns I knew. I didn't really know them before 1999, just being too young. And you probably feel the same, Minoj. So, um, no, you know, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I remember a few of the Tim Couch years, but, you yeah. know, the only thing that really sticks with us as we, you know, as we got older was, you know, fantasy football got bigger. And with that, more people were following football. So I agree with you. I think Joe Thomas is probably the focal figure um, for the Browns over the past several years. Yeah, exactly. And did, did you happen to see that hug that he and LeBron shared at that, at the Cavs game? At- yeah, I know. I saw that. And it was fairly heartfelt. First it off, was, dude. I mean, I, I there was pats on the back water. from both sides and I was quite surprised. Yeah, it was, it was like the two like most active, at least iconic figures in Cleveland sports and, like, I don't know, it kind of got me choked up a little bit. Yeah, no, Neil, I remember calling you last week, and <laughs> your mood definitely was quite somber, and you had mentioned that you were watching the Joe Thomas, uh, or reading the Joe Thomas article, the the farewell article. The thing is, Minoj, is I, like, get attached to some of these players sometimes, you know, and, and I don't know how you feel, uh, if, you, if, you, if you experience the same type of, uh, you know, sentiment or relationships with these players, but, like, Omar, Andy Verjao, you know, uh, and Joe Thomas. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there are some athletes that can represent Cleveland more than others, and I think yeah, two of the big ones over the past decade have been Bron James and Joe Thomas. So, I mean, I definitely feel for you. Feel feel for what you're. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, you know, when you mentioned that, you know, we're not watching the Browns, we were watching the Indians, right? And with that good, all those iconic figures that, you know, were, were the mid '90s Indians players. So, yeah. Omar, Kenny Lofton, Manny, you know. Yeah. Bayerga. I don't know, Neil. I mean, you think with Joe Thomas leaving, you think that's the end of 
you know, the Browns were never relevant with him on the team. No. He was an all pro, but do you think this is the start of a, a new era or, you know, I guess, what do you think that means for the Browns as a, as a organization? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to answer your question almost with a question um, for you. So like, you know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, potentially drafting Saquon Barkley. And I wonder, like, would getting Saquon Barkley almost be analogous to getting Joe Thomas? So we had, like, a Hall of Famer, a perennial pro pro bowler, and Joe Thomas on our team for years, 11 years. And we never once even made the playoffs with him. Um, You know, is a running back kind of a similar – if you got an elite running back that's, like, basically, you know, the Joe Thomas equivalent of running backs, would that lead to any more success? Because is the quarterback position really the only one that makes that big of a difference? Uh, I think it goes it's, – it's hard to find a running back that's healthy year to year. So, I mean, the fact that Joe Thomas played yeah. and started every single game in his whole career and was an all-pro for so many years of his career, I think speaks volume about his health, and I don't think you see that often in the NFL. So, I mean, I do think that if Saquon Barkley is healthy with – with hopefully a rebuilt offensive line and a quarterback and some receiver weapons. I do agree with you. I think that we, you know, we say every year, Neil, that we have potential, but you know, is this the year that we actually have potential? Yeah. We do say that Minota, every year we ask that. I question. Know. It's, it's one of those things being a Browns fan. I mean, the Cavs, there's some stability with LeBron being there every year. The Indians have Francona as their manager. So that, again, there's some hope every year, but the Browns are the organization that we are, Every year we're so hopeful for. So I don't know, Neil, to answer your question, I'm not sure of the answer. I'm just like saying like, you know, we had a, a Hall of Fame, you know, linebacker for years and we didn't even make the play. Lineman, you know, like would we, we make Hall of Fame lineman? Yeah, exactly. Would we, would we, yeah. Fame lineman, would we make that if we had a Hall of Fame running back? I mean, uh, and poor and, and like mediocre quarterback play, let's say. I, th- I mean, I think, I think. You would have to think so, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know, Neil. I, I mean, with that the... being said, Manoj, who do you want to draft number one overall? Let's just let's just go there. I, I think Neil. I mean, I think that with the you know the um, the Jets traded up to number three to yeah. exchange picks with the Colts. So now you have the Browns, the Giants, the Jets um, as the top three picks in the draft. I think you are forced to take a quarterback at one. Yeah, I know. I think that was a game changer, too. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you – it goes back to the Browns always. You know, every year we, we don't pick the number one quarterback option. You know, last year we thought Deshaun Kaiser would be an option in the second round, but we pass on um, Deshaun Watson, who is a lock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, not a lock, but, he, you know, he won the Heisman, and there was question marks going to the combine. But this year, if you don't pick the quarterback at one, you potentially lose out on both Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and maybe Baker Mayfield. I don't know. Yeah, or Josh Rosen, even any combination of those. Yeah, uh, true. You could lose out on two of them. And if you like one of them better than, you know, if you like one of those, you know, four and they're picked second or third, you lost out, you know? I don't think you can, Pat, if the Browns view one yeah. of these quarterbacks as like a franchise quarterback, yeah. you can't pass on them at you one. Can't, you know, I think that wasn't the case before before the Colts traded out of that number three pick. I think you had some flexibility after that, but I think the Browns the quarterback at one. And then also with four, you potentially could get Barkley if he's not taken earlier, or you could draft, you know, a deep, you know, Chubb is a stud and there's other potential options at four where yeah. you have some game changers. So 
I mean, I don't yeah. know. Field, no, 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 no. I, I, do you think, do you think the Browns, do you think there's any way the Browns wouldn't see one of the four as a franchise quarterback? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I think, you know, I, so, you know, Shannon is a Notre Dame alum and she, we'd watched Bark. we'd watched, uh, Darnold. Well, no, no, no. I keep mixing up Barkley and Darnold for some, because they both remind me of each other, but yeah. um, both USC quarterbacks, but no, Darnold, we'd watched against Notre Dame during the regular season. And they, he looked bad, and he looked bad against Ohio State too. Yeah, you know, he looked bad. Yeah, game. but I think that you have to draft Darnold at one. Oh, really? Yeah, I, and I think last time we talked, we both were hopeful for Baker. I think if you think Baker is the option, I think you take the risk and you don't draft Baker at one. Do you think so, or what do you think? I would. Um... I know you're a big Baker fan, so do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a college, I'm not a college football like guru by any stretch. You know what I mean? But just from what I've seen, what I've read, what I've heard, it just seems to me like Baker just stands out above the rest. Like I feel like his limitations are ones that are almost like, kind of like, like less less objective, I guess, than other ones. Like he doesn't turn over the ball like Darnold and certainly Allen, and then yeah. he's like not as injury. He has not been as injury prone as Rosen yeah and and I don't know I mean I I I, like that's what late gets me towards um yeah and and I I just love his his like determination that's not to say like Darnold doesn't have that because I think Darnold seems like kind of a winner too but um it just like he's just I guess it's just play overall like just it it, Darnold just seems a little clunky um you know no matter what happens I think Darnold's gonna be a project but you know, I guess it'd be okay if he sat for a year or maybe even two years if he ends up being a franchise quarterback for years. I mean, I would say that what we know of the Browns, that John Dorsey's a huge fan of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And I think that Tyrod Taylor probably's claim is game is most similar to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So, I mean, I think those two signs point that the Browns will take Baker Mayfield in the draft, yeah. but... um it's hard. I, that to being said, Minosh, I'd be fine with Darnold. To be honest, I would. Yeah, I know. I, I do think Baker Mayfield has a higher ceiling, but I think if you want Baker, there's a chance. There's a risk of waiting till four. You know, the Jets could take him at three. I so take I think, him at one. I think yeah. you have to take him at one. Yeah, I do too. I think you got to take him at one. I think, and I agree with you with Chubb. By the way, at four, also actually, because I think the Giants are gonna. I mean, can you imagine that? You have Miles Garrett, Agba, yeah. and then you have Chubb. Yep. I yeah. mean, that's like. The New York Giants back in the day, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I just feel like even uh, Chubb might even have a bigger impact than, than Barkley, you know? Especially because, you know, Barkley's just one man at one position. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think he's going to be a stud or whatever. But I guess I just, for a long time, have not seen a stud running back have a huge impact when it comes to the playoffs. And I mean, do you think the- that – I know we signed Carlos Hyde. Do you think that Barkley – I mean, with Hyde in our team, do you think that – I think Hyde – I mean, Hyde's only – he's late 20s. I mean, do you think he can buy us a few years and maybe some potential <laughs> playoff appearances, or do you think that just uh, – I think if Hugh Jackson uses Hyde right, he certainly can. You know, I think Hugh is the bigger – it is like, you know, the biggest rate-limiting factor almost in the success of – I just based yeah. on Crowell last year. The one thing I can't see the Browns doing just because of how Barkley plays, Barkley's a three-down back, right? He's not like a – you know, he's not one of those backs that plays just third downs or – Right. He plays every down. So I don't see there being potential, like, you know, value in in signing Hyde to a three-year deal. So right. 
that makes me think that the Browns will draft a quarterback at one, right? And draft a defensive player, maybe, maybe Chubb or yeah, the linebacker out of Georgia at four or Denzel Ward. Man, I could. See oh that. yeah, Denzel Ward is flying up the draft board. So yeah, which honestly yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that either. We signed that. Uh, that's not signed. We traded for that. Did we sign him or trade for that safety at uh, Green Bay? Oh, yeah, we traded Kaiser for him. Yeah, so, I mean, and he was a former first-round pick just a few years ago, and he played out of his position at corner in yeah. Green Bay. And uh, the, 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 the staff, the Brown staff know him fairly well. So that makes you think that, you know, maybe Jabril was playing with, uh, out of his position last year. So maybe, you know, maybe the Browns have some future in the defense too, you know? Yeah. I don't know, Neil. It'd be interesting to see how the draft plays out. Oh, man, excited. I can't wait. <laughs> like they just all dude honestly the one thing i just hope is like they don't trade down i am so sick of them trading down every year yeah just pick a stud you know like, well i think the cute. i think the management this year has enough options in the draft like pick yeah, wise to to not trade down so i'm excited to see the browns draft hopefully yeah. two stars at one and four and i think dorsey's just kind of even just given his aggressive attitude thus far with getting players and stuff like this i don't see him trading down honestly yeah, I could see the Bills or like the Cardinals even like attempting to, you know, woo us into trading with them. No, I don't want to. I, I every. I mean, I don't want to do that this year. I don't want to do it either. I'll for that. I mean, our position is we have a great position to be draft the best quarterback available and best best next talent. Player. Yeah, no, I agree. And the Jets are like you said, the Jets are going to pick a QB. Like that's like like I would bet a lot of money on that. You know. Um, yeah. And so you're with that being so if they're going to pick a QB and you pick a QB at one, we pick a QB at one, then we're guaranteed to get Chubb. Oh yeah, Hartley, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, unless, I unless the Giants draft two. him at two, but I can't see that happening. Wait, what? I said unless the Giants draft Barkley at two. No, I'm saying, but we'll get either Chubb or Barkley, even if the correct. Giants yeah, yeah. One of the two. I mean, and, I mean, they both. I mean, the value of Chubb and Barkley is probably higher than the quarterbacks. Just quarterback is such a position of need, you yeah. know. So. I no, mean, I, think, I I do think it's likely that the Giants will trade out and for a QB, you know. Yeah. Or I they think, may even draft a QB themselves. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, we'll see. Oh man, I can't wait. I we're, think the possibilities are. Draft yeah, no, I'm excited, our... Neil. I I think uh, the Browns are on the rise. Yeah, buddy. So oh. all right. So for you, it goes Chubb, and then you said the linebacker out of. Uh, I think position wise, at four, who I'd like probably number one would be Chubb. Two, two would be Barkley. Yeah, same. And three would be, uh, Roquan Smith out of Georgia was played Roquan. really well this season. So I, I mean, I'd probably be interchangeable would be Roquan Smith, Minka Fitzpatrick, or Denzel Ward at three, like the yeah. third third option. You know, and we honestly could get any three of those options at four probably. So hopefully, would you that... rather have Denzel Ward or Minka Fitzpatrick? Uh, I probably would rather have um, Denzel Ward. I would too. I mean, I don't know if that's our OSU bias, but like, I just feel like, why not get a pure cornerback? Our, exactly. We I have think, our safeties. Yeah. We, we have our safeties already. We already have it. The strong safety position is going to be Jabril, Jabril Peppers, right? Yeah. And then the free safety uh, would be the guy we just got from Green the Bay. The guy we got from uh, uh, Green Bay. Exactly. So I think that. It, if you wanted Minka, he would play corner and probably would play out of his position. Like, you know, he right. safety in college. So I think he could play that, but you might as well draft a, f- a guy who ran 4-3-40 in the combine and is, was a great player at Ohio State. So. Right. 
just for all our listeners, we do know the name of that cornerback we got from uh, Green Bay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be the free safety this year for our team. Oh, yeah. man, I can't wait. By the way, I don't know if you saw, but, like, uh, um, Jarvis Landry posted this Cleveland Browns. Oh, I saw that, game. man. Mm. Machine Gun Kelly, I've been listening to him all yeah. day. <laughs> I almost, like, want to skip, Gosh. like, all the way to, like, the Browns season right now. I say we make that our bachelor theme song, man. The Cleveland oh, yeah. song. Have you heard, have you listened to Kelly? Yeah, yeah, but in, specifically the Cleveland. It's some some song from 2012. I don't even know if I've heard it before, but yeah, it's, it's Machine Gun Kelly, though. Yeah, that was prime. Yeah, yeah, it's Machine Gun Kelly. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited for the Browns. What about those? Why don't we transition to our next? Sure. Topic? Uh, do you want to like uh, talk about the Cavs for a little bit? Yeah, sure. Why don't we talk about? Um, Kevin Love's resurgence, and I don't know, the Cavs, I mean, why don't we reflect on the season and Golden State struggles, and then maybe talk about the Cavs and uh, the Yeah, playoffs. that sounds good. Perfect. Um, yeah, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Kevin Love and his return from injury and where this team's at? I mean, they're on a win streak now. I think Kevin Love provides us, well, we obviously weren't playing well and haven't been playing well for much of the season. But I think having Kevin Love at center and build a stretch to the floor provides us, you know, LeBron can kick the ball out to any player and they can shoot a three, you right. know. So I think that will be uh, a new unique position. The, I'm, I'm already expecting us to make the finals. So yeah. The question is, do we play Golden State or do we play Houston Rockets? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the question. I think injury is going to be a key out of the West. Um no, I think we deserve to be the favorites of the East. I do think it's going to be a lot – it's going to be more challenging this time around. Um, I feel like Boston, we kind of have them figured out, and they're kind of honestly quite an experience. And, and Kyrie's out for three weeks. Yeah. Three, Toronto, weeks. I expect them to so, get the series, though, at least six games. Dude, Toronto is not going to – every person says that. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan do never show up in the playoffs, man. No, they got a, and they've got a ceiling, too. I guess the only difference I would say this year is I feel like they just have a little bit more team chemistry. And, like, last true, year, Ibaka, true. you know, was just coming. And I think DeRozan has more of a shot this year, too. Yeah. So, like, he can shoot better, you know. I think you're right, but I think – And this year they'll have home I think court the advantage. biggest challenge will be, like, a five- to six-game series in the East, honestly. And I think with Steph Curry – you know, Steph Curry's sprained his MCL and he's out for three weeks now. So, yeah. I think that – the injuries on Golden State's side, do I think the Rockets are going to make the finals, honestly. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it, sure, yeah. which is, is crazy to think that James Harden's finally going to win his first MVP and Chris Paul's probably finally going to get out of the second round. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. But it's exciting, though, right? I mean, you have some fresh – they're probably hungry for a title. Yeah. So. The only thing that scares me about that team is LeBron jumping ship to join him. I, I, that's the only team I could see him leaving for, even – well, I guess if LeBron, let's say, for example, this year, LeBron makes the finals, win or lose, would you be bitter towards him leaving Cleveland? Not really. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I think he – But I still want him to stay. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I do too. But I think – I mean, the one title he provided us, I think, is enough for for his legacy, yeah. right? Would you blame him you know, to I, leave I, to I go really to Houston? I don't think I would, you know. Um, I mean, I think yeah. the Cavs have done – that being said, I feel like the Cubs, Cavs have done pretty much the best they can, they could with everything. I think Dan Gilbert, the only mistake he's made, in my opinion, was uh, signing David Griffin. And, I mean, I guess – or not signing – not re-signing David Griffin, I should say. And then I guess you could say, you know, 
giving those ridiculous contracts to Jr. and Tristan. But that's on LeBron too because he wanted them to be signed. I mean, that was a like a post-title year. Exactly. Yeah. You know? so, um, yeah. I mean, I I think the Cavs. I mean, and honestly, Neil, if LeBron does leave, like, like the NBA has kind of become complacent, right? Every year you expect the Cavs to play Golden yeah. State, and so it might be. I know that would be sad for us to see like it the whole team be. break up, but it might be interesting to He's see. He's so good for the Cleveland you know, economy too, by the way. So, yeah, I know we'll get a a firsthand glimpse of that we this will, weekend, yeah. right? <laughs> but I, I do think that uh, the Cavs will make the finals and hopefully win the finals. Right. So. Um, with that being said, you know LeBron obviously didn't, he didn't go to college, so you think that. Uh, why don't we transition to the March Madness and college basketball? Yeah, let's do that. I just want to say one more thing about the NBA. Like, it just, th- and this is something that has not gotten talked about. It just, you know, kind of came to my head this week. So Kyrie Irving is out for three to six weeks. I don't know if you saw that for a minor yeah. knee procedure. Now, yeah, I'm going to be honest, Minoj. Part of me thinks this is a little bit of karma. I don't know if you read the story, but Kyrie had threatened that if the Cavs did not trade him, that he was going to sit out. <laughs> a good chunk of the season for uh <laughs> are you okay yeah they're okay. dog <laughs> no just shannon was walking away and i was asking where she oh, was okay, going gotcha. You're right, anyway talking. so uh so anyway so um so he said he was going to sit out at least a good chunk of the season if not the whole season by having this knee surgery at knee yeah. if the Cavs yeah. did not trade him so the Cavs yeah. proceeded to trade him, and when he gets traded to his new team, he doesn't, you know, state that same threat, okay, <laughs> to the Celtics. Yeah. Now we're getting here to the end of the year, near playoff times, near playoff time, and he has to have the procedure. I don't know, Manoj. Yeah. That's karma to me. I, yeah, I think you're right, Neil. I mean, I think um, I think that whole trade backfired on all aspects. Oh I mean, God, we got what a mess, Thomas, dude. That, I mean uh, – Honestly, like, that was probably the biggest botched everything possible, you know? The fact that we could have ended up with Paul George and we ended up with nothing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think this is probably LeBron's – well, I mean, maybe – this might be LeBron's weakest supporting cast he's ever right. had. I mean, Kevin Love is a good second option, but, like, you know, there you see these other teams with – superstar talents kevin love is a great all-star but like not you know don't consider him a superstar um i think uh i agree with you i think Kyrie irving probably shouldn't have dealt with the situation like he did and again there's so much drama in the nba and there's all his backstories and all that you know all that stuff but it's kind of um uh as a cleveland fan you see it, it's somewhat rewarding to see Kyrie irving yeah you know have somewhat of a karma type thing that you had mentioned you know, yeah no, absolutely like it's it just like it's it just like I, I don't know like we dissed our city neil yeah it's not a joke yeah no he dissed it no i agree he dissed our city he did the i know i'm, I'm glad day he was in boston's a goal boston's great you know i mean how can you do that yeah 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 I, so part of me like part of me wants the Cavs to like face toronto in round two just so we can set up an eastern conference finals matchup with the celtics that is if the celtics actually get through to round three but then in the same time like i feel like toronto will be a better test so like it'd be kind of nice to like build up you know like and for the Cavs to kind of like like it would be a tough like the Cavs 
have with all these injuries and stuff and only 10 games left in the year, I feel like they need like more of a build up to get to that point. So if you have a more challenging opponent, it might be tougher, you know? Yeah, no, I think you're to right. be honest at this point, I, I, I think the Cavs, unless something crazy happens, I think the Cavs will be the three seed anyways, and they'll face the Celtics in round two. Yeah, I know that. I, I think that's a pretty much a lock. I think the Cavs, just the way the season played out, and I think LeBron doesn't view the regular season to be as important as you know right. he did earlier in his career. So right. But speaking of, I mean, I mean, even though we say that LeBron is having a monster season, right? Like, it's probably the best he's ever played. You know, right? That's true. Like, his he always leads the Cavs in all these stats and all that. But the fact that he's like always. The Eastern Conference Player of the Week, yeah, and always, you know, getting these triple doubles and putting up forty points, and you know, I mean, other, I mean, I know James Harden probably is going to win MVP, and then Anthony Davis is probably like second to that, and he's Anthony Davis is a complete stud, so I'm excited to watch him on Friday. But yeah, um, I think LeBron James is by far, you know, every it's, he's always like the conversation, like you know, who's the most valuable player versus who's the best player in the league, and I think it's always LeBron is the best player in the league, you know, right. Oh yeah, no, no doubt, no, no doubt. Actually, yeah. Like you replace LeBron with Kevin Durant, do you think they're gonna make the finals? No, right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting, I, and I agree with you. I think playing Kyrie will be exciting, but you know, it's one of those things that uh, you don't, you as a Cleveland fan, you can't respect someone that disses Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. So. No doubt. Um, All right, man, we can talk about it now. The uh, uh, yeah, March Madness is here, Neil. The madness is here. Madness, so, yeah. What about these these small schools, man? I mean, we both went to small schools, you know. Um, yeah. Loyola Chicago is in the lead eight. Yeah. So, <laughs> let that. I mean, let that resonate. I mean, that is ridiculous. I don't even know they had a team until this year, <laughs> man. I know. That's true. I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about these small schools competing with these big name schools? Yeah, it's 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 kind of. I mean, I think it's cool. I guess, like, I mean, it's it's different. I should say. I mean, my bracket's completely destroyed. The one side, yeah, like, totally gone. I mean, I, actually, who for you, you Manoj, I remember who you, you picked to win all the way. You did they win that, it all. You did tell me Michigan was in your elite eight, so I know you still have that intact. Yeah, but I didn't play Ohio State. Yeah, that's Ohio true. State it's not really the Final Four. So. Um, but I mean, Florida State. It's like a football school. Yeah, we saw Clemson last night. A football school. No. You know, Alabama. Even Michigan one, traditionally one, is a football school, although I do know that yeah, the football, finals a couple these years. football schools are making the, like, it's just crazy, man. I think that um, I don't really view, I mean, Michigan's a huge school, and I hate Michigan, but, of like, course. for their basketball team to make the lead eight, I think is talks volumes to their, even, I would consider Michigan, I mean, sure, Loyola is a Cinderella, but Michigan isn't really known as a basketball school, you know? No, so, but they did, though they did make the finals a few years ago with Trey Burke, True. I remember. Mitch McGarry and all that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, um, Nick Stauskas. I think yeah. that, um, I mean, at this point, like, they, I, I was listening to, ra- listening to the radio the other day, and they were talking about how, like, viewership is, de- is going to be down if, like, for example, if, like, Loyola plays another small school in the finals. Yeah. Um, and I would like to watch that, though. Or what do you like to watch, like, Loyola versus Kansas, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that'll be a that, – that, that's honestly one I'm kind of looking forward to, actually. Like Loyola, like like remember a few years back, Butler was in the championship game. Oh yeah, uh, against Duke. Yeah, so like wait, they were back to back years, weren't they? And they lost both times. I think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, because the one that... team was the uh, um, obviously the Gordon Hayward team, and then the Sheldon Sheldon and Mac team. I think Sheldon Mac team. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah. 
I think, um, I mean, you put Loyola up against like Kansas or Duke in the finals, and you see, I mean, obviously I'm gonna be cheering for Loyola, but like, if they take down like Kansas or Duke, that's crazy, man. That would be crazy. It would be crazy, and I don't know. I think it could happen. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think that can only happen in college basketball. We see these like, oh yeah, you don't see those that type of like. I, I don't know if it's like effort or if it's like. It's because also like, it's because it's just one game, you know what I mean? True. Like, you know, whereas you have a series in other, um, you know what I mean, in the other in the other professional sports. Yeah, I mean, I know there's all this talk. You know, this the, the end of this college basketball year was filled with like scandals, and you know, the 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 uh, the amount of money maybe players were getting to attend these big name colleges in Arizona and DeAndre Ayton, and but right. you see these small schools making the runs in these tournaments, and it's fun to see. It is fun to see. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, 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 it's like, it's an exciting time of year because, and you know, because what I like about it is a lot, most of these kids aren't going to make it to the NBA. Some of the, maybe none of them will, to be honest. And, you know, and Mac, how good has he been in the NBA? He's been, yeah, that's basically. So it's just exciting because it's like, you know, like this is their like five minutes of fame almost, you know, like this is yeah. their one chance in life to kind of shine on the, on this big stage and, and I don't know. That's cool. I think too. I mean, for most of these players, this is like the best moment of their life, right? I mean, all, these players all were like probably you know great players in high school, and they yeah either were too small or didn't get recruited well, and they're attending all these small schools. And I, I, even if they attend Michigan or Kansas State, I mean, these are all huge programs. But um, I think that I agree with you. I think most of them won't have professional careers, so it's fun to watch. So you said that you we we know that you had Arizona as winning it all. Yeah. Who did you have um, them matched up against? I had them playing Kansas. So Kansas is still alive. Yeah, and I I, I bought into the whole like eight and hype and uh, yeah, you know. But I uh, I honestly didn't watch enough college basketball this year to know much about yeah. the program. So I did have um, Arizona all the way in my final four, but uh, you did, yeah. Had UNC beating them, which was way wrong too. And then I had UNC facing Villanova and Villanova winning. So that is still – that one – Villanova. Yeah, Villanova looks good, man. They look really good. Yeah. And I know a lot of people had Virginia too, and they were out in the first round, which is – Yeah. I think a lot of college basketball is about leadership. So, like, Jay Wright is a great coach. Um, yeah. And I can't speak about a lot of these other coaches, but, you know, um, Syracuse made a run this year, again, led by a great coach. You see all these like, teams, you know, that – Coach K is obviously great, always makes the – Right. The tournament runs, so – um, I don't know. Yeah, and Brad Stevens, of course. Like we yeah, talked about yeah. Going like, back to the NBA now, are... but yeah, I think that one thing that gets me excited though about this is going back to the NFL draft and Baker Mayfield. But like, you know, my, I was talking to my brother the other day, and yeah. he went to uh, high school in Kansas, right, a public high school. Yeah. And so that public high school uh, has won state multiple times in Kansas. Okay, and so two of the Loyola Chicago basketball players. Um, went to his high school. Mm. Um, so Clayton Custer is their starting guard. And then uh, Ben Richardson is another um, starting guard. Clayton Custer won um, the Ohio, the Missouri Valley player of the year. And then oh, oh. Richardson won defensive player of the year in the conference. And so he was telling me that Clayton Custer was initially recruited by um, Iowa state and, uh, and committed to Iowa state and then play his first year. So then um, transferred to Loyola because his friend, Richardson, Ben Richardson was playing at Loyola. So he took a risk and like, you know, Baker Mayfield walked on 
he was behind uh, he what he was at Texas Tech before he went to um, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So you see these players transferring schools and like the struggles. So that's a reason why you know we always compare. We talked about this in the prior episode where Johnny Menzel was compared to Baker Mayfield, right? Right. But uh, you, I mean, you can't doubt Baker Mayfield's drive to these players that walk on and don't get recruited highly. I, I think they have just different talents. So like you know, you see Josh Rosen who. I don't know why, but it just seems like someone who's always been given things in life, you know? Yeah. And then you see Baker Mayfield, who just seems like – I know he, like, has this attitude where he, like, taunts the opposing teams and all that, but it's fun yeah. to watch. I like it. I it's like fun it. To watch, I, I think we need more of that, honestly. I feel like, honestly, if I was a player, that's how I would be, you know? Yeah. And, like, you see that in college basketball because I think you see – in college basketball, you see these players who are from junior colleges or, like, are graduate students or, you know, transfer colleges more often than in college football. Yeah. So it makes me excited about Baker. You know, again, going back to football, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Baker Mayfield, if he produces, might be the mo- most polarizing player in football. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. doubt. no doubt about it. He'll be polarizing. Like you put Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Josh Gordon on the same team. Jarvis Landry. Yeah, Jarvis. I mean, again, we don't know what. I mean, we don't know if Josh Gordon will play. Hopefully, Josh. Jarvis Landry is as reliable as he was in the Hopefully David Dolphins. and Joku improve. Yeah, man. That's exciting, dude. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, I don't know. Then, <laughs> it all goes back to the sports podcast. It does. <laughs> it all comes back around. Um, but uh, anyways, I'm excited to watch the tournament this, tonight. Man. Yeah, me too. Final yeah. four predictions, I guess. I mean, you know, you can go off your bracket slash not. Dude, I felt – my bracket was a bust. I did fill out a redemption bracket, one of those sweet 16 mm-hmm. brackets I don't normally fill out. And I yeah. picked Loyola to win it all. Oh, wow. And, again, it's mostly based on heart. You know, it's probably not going to happen. But Sister, Sister Jean has had an effect on Dude, you. Dude, Sister Jean is polarizing, man. She's <laughs> just one of those players that suck. She herself didn't even pick Loyola to win it all, man. That's great. <laughs> no, That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. They are, like, literally winning by, like, one point every game. Dude, too it's so fun to watch. And it's always a different player producing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope I'm going to go with Loyola beating Kansas State today. Oh, yeah. I agree with you on that. Getting to the final four. And then I think Michigan's going to beat Florida State. You think Michigan's going to win? I think Florida State will win, actually. Oh, really? I think Michigan. I, I think it's a toss-up. I agree with you. Michigan, Michigan State did blow out A&M. So, maybe. Yeah. I think Michigan's going to beat uh, uh, beat uh, Florida State. Then I think Michigan's going to finally end Loyola's run in the Final Four. I hope not, man. I, I hope, hope not either. And then Villanova will, I think. Kansas and Villanova are going to win, I think. And then Villanova's going to beat um, Kansas. And then subsequently, I think, beat go all the way. I'm not going to stray from that pick, obviously. Uh, <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. That would be I – do, I do like Villanova because I like – yeah. Uh, Loyola's my team. Yeah, again. yeah. Or the, my, my, my second team this year, Florida State, is just so athletic. They're fun to watch, too. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind them winning It'll it be all. interesting. Interesting, man. Interessante. Um, cool, man. Well, that'll be fun to watch tonight. You want to end on the tribe, Manoj? Um, dude, I got, I'm febrile, man. I have a high Febrile fever. for all you non-medical listeners means <laughs> fever in uh, medical terminology. <laughs> So that's why he's saying he has – he's febrile because he has tribe fever. Dude, I got tribe fever. All right, Dad, man. Tell, tell me what you're most excited for this season. We'll, we, will, we will talk in depth, by the way, next weekend. 
about tribe. Dude, I, I'm honestly really excited to see the tribe. You know, we always have like the optimism, and we always this is the first year where Lindor is a proven star. Jose Ramirez, sure, he had a bad postseason. Proven star. Lindor had a bad postseason, you know, Brandon, too, by the way. But... I know, I know, man. But you have to think that, that this year they're focused and they want to win the title. You yeah. Know? Andrew Miller didn't have a good postseason. You know, I, there were Kluber had a few bad games. I think that this year that um, this might be the year, Neil. I think it's the year, too. So here's the thing. I think they're actually going to have a not-so-great regular season, but they'll do well enough to make the playoffs. When I say not so good, I mean like they'll get like 92, 93 wins, which is like a hundred or is like less. Dude, that's a good yeah, season, man. Less than last year, you know, where they won a hundred and two. So, we did win twenty four or twenty five in a row last yeah. year or something like that too. Exactly, that's not going to happen this year. But I don't think it matters. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this on prior podcasts before. As long as you get in the playoffs in baseball, it's anybody's game. So I think like I think the Yankees will have an amazing regular season. I think the Astros are going to have an amazing regular season. I'm sure the Dodgers and Cubs will be great too. But at the end of the day, once we get to the playoffs, I think with our rotation, I think this time they're going to get it done. I agree with That's you. That's what I'm most excited about, Manoj, is the rotation. And baseball, I mean, something about postseason baseball just got oh, me excited. Postseason you know? baseball, you can't be. Oof. You just got to pop, like, roast some peanuts and pop Eat a hot dog. Yeah. Oh, I don't eat pork, man, but that sounds good, too. (laughs) Speaking of which, turkey bologna is not real, man. It is. We've already talked about this on a podcast. (laughs) So, um, no, but for real, I think that, uh, I mean, uh, baseball is just fun to watch, man. That postseason, Rajay Davis is back, dude. Tribe is back. We got we got uh, uh, Napoli's back too this year, man. Yeah, he'll be in the minors for right now. If, uh, there's just not any room for him, and and he, he was yeah, I terrible. I hear there's a party this weekend. Man. A party? Where yeah. at? Napoli's house, <laughs> man. <laughs> party at Napoli's. Yeah, I dude. think. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I think I think it's nice that we have some of this um, kind of uh, getting the band back together kind of mentality. I do think that they're going to have to make one more move. And I, I like, I stress this every year. I think we need one more right-handed bat, you know? And I think that's coming yeah. via the trade deadline. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll, we will see. I yeah. just, uh, I mean, do you see anybody challenging us in the central division? I guess let's just start there. Um, I mean, the twins were surprising they last were. year. And I, I can't say I can comment much on their roster, but they were surprising. Yeah, they're so young, it's um, hard to know almost what they're doing. Yeah, I, I mean, like, is Joe Maurer even on that team anymore? Yeah, he's, I don't even he know. still is. Okay, okay. Um, so, the twin, I mean, if any, I don't see I don't see the Tigers having a good year. Um, I think Miguel the Sano, um, their third baseman. Miguel Sano is on that team, yeah. He's, he's good. He's a, he's a beast, yeah. Yeah. Is he a third baseman? He's their third baseman, yeah. And I think he plays a little bit of yeah. DH, too. I think the Twins challenge us the most this year. Yeah. Um, but I think we have more experience. I think we have more experience. I, I think we got more depth in our rotation, and I just think our stars are better than theirs. Agree. I think that if we didn't make the playoffs this year, it would be a huge disappointment. Oh, so. it would be a huge disappointment. Cr- crushing. It would be more disappointing than us losing to the Yankees last year after being up 2-0. Yeah. But I do think that if we beat the Yankees last year, we would have won the World Series. But Possibly. Not the Possibly. Yeah. It's hard to say. 
I mean, the Dodgers Dude, were good, and obviously Houston was great. True, true. I mean, I don't Who know. Who knows? Man. It's so hard to predict. All I know is the Cardinals are not going to have a good year this year. So, oh really? Um, I'm excited to see St. Louis get crushed by the Cleveland Indians when they come into town. Oh yeah, when's that? It's in June, man. I, uh, I'm excited for that interdivision rivalry. That's going to start. Are you Are you going to go to all three games? Well, I only bought tickets to one so far. They're all like you know they're weekdays. Yeah. So I'm actually two two out of the three. I'm It'd not be sure kind of nice if you knew like the pitching matchups too. It'd be fun to go to like a Carrasco or a Kluber game. Yeah, yeah, it'd be. I mean, it's nice. To, it would be nice to see the tribe, man. Always. Um, what, what's our What's our ending topic tonight, man? Oh, the special topic. Oh, man. Um, ooh, I didn't think about this one, Manoj. Hmm. You know, from time to time, when I'm in the shower and stuff, I think of random topics, <laughs> and now I can't remember them. Why don't we talk about? Uh... I don't know. We want to talk about. Um... I feel like we should do something bachelor party related almost. Or should we wait for that for next week? No, we can maybe talk about a preview. What what what, what can we preview about though? Um, um, um I don't know. Like, 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 what what are you most looking forward to for your bachelor party? I, I mean, I know you're gonna say just seeing your friends and hang out, <laughs> but is there anything else in particular? That's my answer, man. Um. I think that, you know, it'd be fun to just be back in your home city, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, again, Ohio Bay Sports Podcast. Ohio Sports. Tune in, dude. Tune in weekly to this show. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, and with the lack of participation of Cougs, we may just need to make the Cleveland focused, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that, um, you know, being back in Cleveland and, uh, those three stadiums just downtown. Yeah. Sports, man. It's all about sports. Sports is just a huge part of the culture. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I have to say that watching the Cavs on Friday night will be fun. And I think just, just you know, walking around and seeing people with Cleveland gear on, you know, the Cavs gear mm-hmm. on the tribe hats. Most, most uh, knowing notably, the, the Chief Wahoo better be showing up on people's hats. I know man. I'm bringing my hat. Gosh, dude! I saw this article. Jim Tomey is freaking—he selected the the black C on his Hall of Fame know, like, on his like Cleveland. He never dude, even wore that. You can't rewrite history, Come on, Jimmy. Dude. Yeah, you're not gonna. You're a wrong team, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what's wrong with him. Jimmy kind of, I don't know, put his tail between his legs on that one. Yeah, dude. Instead of being a, a trailblazer, he was a, a person who joins the masses, dude. Yeah. You know what? I have an idea. Instead of visors this year, maybe we should do Wahoo hats. Dude, we better do Wahoo hats, man. Yeah. Chief Wahoo's back, man. Chief Wahoo is back. That's what I'm excited about, Neil. For Chief Wahoo <laughs> making an appearance. Bastard weekend, dude. Make it happen. Yeah, I'm about man. to WhatsApp everybody, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, you want the blue or the black rim is the only question. The blue or the or, sorry, the blue or the red rim. You know the bill, sorry, dude. The bill. I think the red rim is more classic, is isn't it? it? Yeah, I was thinking that too. I have a blue uh, yeah. rim. Wahoo. I mean, my my plan is that Friday afternoon we go to our Airbnb, we get settled, we make a trip over to um, Progressive Field, um, or Jacobs Field, Jake, and we Jake, freaking dude. buy 
everyone a freaking Chief Wahoo hat. Dude. Yeah, that's what we're about to do. Yeah, man. Red bills for everyone. Red bills for everybody. Um, yeah, dude. So that's what I'm excited about, to wrap my Chief Wahoo hat. <laughs> awesome. Well, we can't wait. We've got oh, a lot man, of fun dude. things planned for you and for all of us. We might do a video session next week. We'll have to see what our viewers That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Please comment, viewers. Comment, tag, post, <laughs> like. Social media. There's a plethora of it out there. Hit us up on that. Yeah, dude. Okay, man. Well, that was a great episode this week. As I think usual. We highlighted yeah. a, big, a lot of the big topics. A lot of big topics, yeah. And uh, we definitely need to make this happen next Saturday. Next Saturday at 4 p.m., man. Yep. Who knows how many brews we'll have in us at that point, but we guarantee <laughs> you it will be a successful episode. Things may get rowdy. Dude, it might be our best episode ever. It might. It'll be controversial, man. Yeah. Chief Watt we never will be warm. We never shy away from controversial topics. That's what makes us uh, you know, continue to grow. It's what our listeners want to hear. Controversy fuels success, man. It does. Yep. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, nice, nice chatting with yeah, you. Yeah, thanks the, for on the for, great uh, Saturday. Thanks evening. for allowing me to join the podcast today. Oh, dude, it's our podcast, it's our man. Podcast. This is Ohio Bay Sports Podcast, <laughs> brought to you by the league, dude. Brought to you by Neil and Minogue. Yeah, I'll be true. real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, enjoy your evening and. Uh, Go Rams. Definitely, and uh, we look forward to seeing the podcast. All our listeners can look forward to seeing the podcast on uh, at some point, uh, you know, in the next 48 hours or so. Cool. All right. Thanks, Manoj. Thanks, Neil.